Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, dear people. Good morning to you. Hi, I'm Mr. Rogers. Oh, I'm just teasing. This is Pastor Tom. I'm glad you're listening today. I hope your day is going great because this is the day the Lord's made. And I tell you what, I just want to rejoice and be glad in it, and especially to know that you are listening to Christian radio and that you have probably just already been touched by if you listened earlier, you just uh, listened to the great pastor before me and you get to listen to Paul Shepard after me. You're sandwiched with poor me right there, you know. I'm telling you, I'm so thankful for Jim Harris before me and Bill and Paul Shepard behind me. I know them both, and I tell you what, they're both phenomenal people. And you know what? I just, I'm glad I have the opportunity to share too. And I'm glad that you take time to listen to Christian radio. It really means a lot to me and to all of us who take time to put message together to share with the world. And we're always hoping there'd be that one person who is listening this very day that the show would touch. And it wouldn't be about someone being on radio or about, oh, Pastor Tom, you know, you're on the radio. That's cool. No, it's not cool. It takes a lot of time and a lot of energy. But what I want, if I want to be effective for the cause of Jesus, if I am, praise God, I'll continue what I'm doing. If I'm not, I just don't want to be here. I want to be where I can be used. And right now, I think God's using us, and I hear it from time to time, and so I'm thankful for that. But we wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for you. And I do want to always thank uh, Beth Schaefer and KBXL because they are awesome, awesome friends and people. And I hope that you'll always support the things of KBXL 94.1. God is good. Our Heavenly Father, today is we just praise your name. I pray you would lead your people, that you would guide us in every step of the way. You would open up wonderful doors for us that we may minister and be alive in your spirit. Oh, God, be with every pastor in this city and every deacon, every board member. Uh, Lord, every leader, Lord, I pray you'd be with them and that their churches would explode with the power of the living God. Oh, God, intervene in churches' lives and people's lives. And, Lord, help us never to get focused on our own church, but focused on you, our God, our, and our Lord and our Savior, and allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives that then through that we can be ministered through our church to a lost world and we can bring people that need to know you into the body of Christ and that we would love them, that we would never be an exclusive club or an organization that, that is just has to be have it our way and that we just don't love people unless they fit into our mold. Lord, forgive us if that's the case. Help us to wake up and realize we've got to spread Jesus Christ to a lost world. Lord, I pray that begins with me. Lord, help me. Help me when I go into the world every single day. Give me opportunities to love people and show them the love of Jesus. God, forgive me of my weaknesses. Forgive me sometimes of my impatience and even my anger, sometimes that caused by my impatience. Lord, I just need your help every day. And Lord, help us to be in your word. Help us to be in prayer. Help us to be faithful, committed people of God. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I wanted to move a little bit different. We just went through uh, the first message I have, and I can only imagine. I did three messages out of the one. So the next one will be coming probably sometime next week. I have another messages for you Monday and Tuesday, but it's gonna they're gonna be again periodically because I just I record these shows after 
I've done these messages, and so it's uh, always a little behind what has happened. But since most of you don't attend my church, then you're not hearing these anyway. And if you do attend my church, you are hearing them a second time, which good. That means I'm grinding them in. But I want to do something a little different today, and I do this from time to time. I take a psalm, and I talk about it. And I just felt like doing that today. So I'm going to go to Psalm 53 and just listen to some of the words. We'll talk about them for a little bit. And then I'm going to let you have a great day with Pastor Gary tomorrow as he talks about marriages and relationships. Gary is a great man and a great teacher, I'm telling you what. And he has a lot of wisdom in dealing with uh, life and, and marriages. And so, and I appreciate him taking Fridays. It has really freed me up to be able to continue doing this show, even for the four days that I'm able to do it. Anyway, this is what chapter 53 of Psalm says. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt and their ways are vile. There is no one who does good. I just want you to listen to that first verse alone. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. It says they are corrupt and they are vile. And there's no one who does good. You can't be a child of God if you say there is no God. There is people in this world that continue to say there is no God. And you know what? I'm sorry. Someday, if they die without knowing God, it's not going to be a pretty situation. It is not going to be a pretty situation. I believe in what the Word of God says, that there is a heaven and there is a hell. And I believe that if we don't accept Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we will not be in heaven. He knows those who are his. Are you his today? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God and that he died for your sins and that he rose again and that he is coming again and that every eye will see him and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord? Do you believe that? If you believe that with all your heart, the Bible says you are saved. You are born again. And you need to be baptized to show the world as an example that Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life. And then Acts one thirty eight says, when you're baptized, you know, repent and be baptized, each and every one of you, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. So folks, I pray today, if you have not made that prayer, you have not said that in your heart, that Jesus Christ is Lord, that wherever you're at, that you could speak it audibly. Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. And someday I will be in heaven with you. And Lord, forgive me of all my sins. And Lord, remember them no more. And he says that I will remember them no more. They'll be in a sea of forgetfulness. You know, God looks down from heaven. This is verse 2. God looks down from heaven on all mankind to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. You don't don't think about that passage much, do you? Chapter 53 of Psalm, verse 2. God looks down from heaven on, on all of mankind to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. He is going to see if we are seeking him. He's going to see what we're about. He's going to know whether you're seeking him or not. You can't hide from him, kind of like an Adam and Eve in the garden. You know, they once they realized, once they sinned, they realized their nakedness. But they tried to hide. Folks, we can never hide from God. He knows your heart. He knows you inside out. You can say, I'm a Christian, I love Jesus, I'm a believer, but live just exactly contrary. He knows your heart. He knows whether you're serious about it or not. He knows if you really love him or not. We can say all sorts of things. I can say, I am an NBA basketball player. But how false is that? Of course, I'm not an NBA basketball player. Yeah, when I was a little kid, I thought, oh, that'd be great. I'll be an NBA player. But nowadays, I think I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad I 
didn't get there because you just don't see a lot of these people are heading seem like the direction the other direction and using their wealth uh, for the world instead of for God. There is some that are standing up for God. I appreciate those wonderful Christians in the area of sports that stand up for God. I appreciate the Tim Tebow's of life. Tim Tebow continues to stand up for God at every every uh, moment. I am so thankful for him and people like him. But then verse three says this: Everyone has turned away. All have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Well, what's he saying here? We know the Bible says we have all sinned and we all need a savior. We all need forgiveness. We all need our Lord. We all need to call upon him, but we have to recognize it. Then he says, do all these evildoers know nothing? They devour my people as though eating bread. They never call on God. What do they do? They never pray, never spend time in prayer. We claim Jesus. We claim the love of God. We don't spend time in prayer. Too many of us don't spend time in prayer. Too many of us just say, well, if I go to church, that's enough. If I pay my tithe, that's enough. If I say all these things, that's enough. If I quote these scriptures or I chant these things, that's enough. Folks, it's not enough. It's not enough. God wants to know your heart. He wants to know you're really following him. He wants to know you really believe that your life shows it. Your life is evident of of, of the Spirit of God being in you. Is your life evident of that? Does the world know that you're a believer? Or would the world question it by your actions and by the way you live, the things you say, your practices, your commitment? Verse 5 says, But they are overwhelmed with dread, where there was nothing to dread. God scattered the bones of those who attacked you. You put them to shame, for God despised them. Then verse, the last verse of this is a short passage, six verses. says, Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion. When God restores his people, let Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. And folks, I like this because it said, and when God restores his people, when God restores his people, people of God, he wants to restore his people. He wants to restore you. And if you've been struggling in your life, you know what? He wants to restore you. He wants to bring you back to spiritual health. He wants you to get back in line with what he wants. None of us know when the end of time comes, how it's going to be when we stand before God. You know, you can know when you stand before God that he will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You can know that when you believe in him and you put your faith in him, when your heart is around him. And like I say many times, he knows that you're not perfect. So don't say, well, pastor, I believe, but I made a, I did this the other day. I said something I shouldn't have said. He knows your heart intimately. He knows your desires. He knows your intent. He knows you, and he will properly judge you. I can't properly judge you. I would never judge you. Even if you did all these things that were sinful, and you you know, I would tell you this, the Bible says that's sin, and that's wrong, but I wouldn't judge you because I can't judge you. God is the only judge. He's the only one that knows our heart for, for our true heart. But sometimes we try to play the judge and jury for others. Sometimes in the church, people try to be the judge and jury for others. And that's why a lot of people don't come to church. They're afraid they're going to get judged. And the truth is, many people do get judged by people. we got to teach our people not to judge, but to love one another. And if they sin, lift them up, be there for them. Jesus spent time around the sinners. Remember Matthew and the big party, the tax collectors? He spent time around them to love them, to encourage them, to be there for them. That's what we have to do. We have to love others, encourage them, and lift them up and pray for them when they're struggling. 
You know, God has a great plan for you. Enjoy your weekend. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.